This week, the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, we do a deep dive into bands in town. We find out all of the features they've recently rolled out, and we find out what's coming down the road. And there's some really exciting stuff. As a heavy bands in town user, thumbs up with what's coming down the road. I am so excited with what they've done, and I'm so excited to see what they've got coming down the road for us free to use remember that it's a full email service that's free to use welcome to the music biz weekly podcast founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes where michael brandvold and jay gilbert two longtime music industry pros discuss the very latest trends tools and tactics that you need to succeed in this new music everybody welcome back to another episode of the music biz weekly podcast i'm flying alone today jay had something come up at home that he had to deal with today but he will be back next week um before we get into a great discussion and update from the team at bands in town i want to just do a quick shout out uh to bruce and everybody at HypePod and bands in town for all you do to support the music biz weekly podcast week after week and of course to our sponsors bandzoogle.com built by musicians for musicians bandzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and epk for your music bandzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world from weekend warriors to grammy winners all the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. We got a great offer for our listeners. Head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up. You'll be able to try it for free for 30 days. And when you sign up, use this promo code. It's all one word, the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. And you will save 15% off the first year of any subscription plan at Bandzoogle. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still such an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small at selling products like CD, vinyl, and even t-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money. And that's a lot of streams and a lot of work to get those streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So we got an offer we put together with the great folks at Disc Makers. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, and when you check out, make sure you use this promo code, FREEBIZ, all one word, FREEBIZ, and you will save up to... $150 in shipping costs. So we have got a great update from the team at Bands in Town this week. Alex Hoffman joins us. He updates us on this, you know, the, the amazing email list service that they really rolled, they recently rolled out, 
including what features are coming to this. Um, he gives us a really deep dive into the features that are there and the features that are coming. You want to listen to this. And I don't care whether you're a small artist or a huge artist. You need to be paying attention to bands in town. You need to be using bands in town. Listen to this discussion with Alex. And you're going to find out, I guarantee you, some new things you didn't know about at bands in town. Let it roll. I'll see you at weeklypodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. It's an honor to have uh, Alex Hoffman, who's the Senior VP of Marketing and Artist Partnerships from Bands in Town, sitting down with us this week. Um, Alex, it, it, it should be pretty obvious to everybody who listens. Jay and I are big fans of Bands in Town. I mean, we use it all the time and encourage artists that they have to be on it um but bands in town's been kind of going uh fast and furious here of like rolling out new features and enhancements and i mean you haven't you didn't sit back during this pandemic and just idly continue with the same thing update us as to especially in relation to the fan management platform you've got which Man, even for me, it seems like every every week or so I log in, it's like, oh, I didn't notice that before. I didn't notice that. Um, what what's going on with fan management and and the bands in town back end now? Um, yeah, so our fan management suite is really an evolution of the artist platform on Bands in Town. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Bands in Town for artists. Um, dashboard. We have about 560,000 artists and their teams of all different sizes using it. Um, and it's really a fan engagement platform. Um, I think most artists and managers would, you know, identify it as an event promotion platform, because that's really what we became known for was our events widget. Um, but, you know, with COVID and artists being off the road, um, we started looking at evolving and offering more tools to artists, um, especially in terms of building their audience and um, building the connection with those fans. So we're really looking at, you know, what can we offer um, always for free, our tools? Um, what can we offer artists to kind of build out that toolkit? that allows them not only to promote the shows, but to promote their music releases, their merch, um, send out fan newsletters, um, keep fans updated in the same way that they can um, update their fans on social media. So we're really looking at it holistically. And that's really where the fan management suite um, came in for us. So we released a uh, set of tools um, beyond just the widget. So I think the most exciting one would be our email builder. Um, and we basically took, you know, an email marketing platform like a MailChimp, for instance, and we approached it with, okay, how do we design this, but specifically for musicians, specifically for artists and their teams? Um, how can we build it in a way that's just really tailored to them? Um, and if you know if you take a look at it you'll see 
all of our templates are specifically geared towards artists. So a music release template, a tour announcement template, a merch sales template. Um, so there's that. Um, and also we know artists and their teams have a lot of expenses. So, you know, we kind of leveraged our scale in the amount of emails we're already sending out to be able to give artists this tool for free where they can send um, unlimited emails and have unlimited contacts um, without incurring the expenses that they would with paying for another subscription for another platform. Um, so that that's one of the newest exciting features. Um, would you like me to kind of keep going on it? Well, like yeah, you know, let me let me dive in real quick. A couple things. I think, you know, as as you mentioned, Bands in Town was first and foremost known for tour dates. That's where you go to publish your tour dates, and and, and as odd as this might seem, there's a lot of bands that still didn't like actively push fans to go track them follow yeah. them for tour dates which you know is it your, your bands who aren't doing that basic thing i think are missing out on something so critical of every single fan should be following you on bands in town they will never miss another tour date simple that's it if, yeah. you know if if you go out and message your bands every couple weeks don't ever miss a tour date track us and follow us on bands in town you're going to be ahead of the curve here because I feel like I still kind of beat some artists over the head of like, why aren't you telling your fans to go here? You, you don't even, you don't even know you might have a thousand fans tracking okay. you, but you've never looked to see. Yeah. Um, but saying all of that, you have now, as you've explained, really moved beyond just being tour dates. It's, it's, yeah. You know, there's an old saying, if it's if it's too good to be true, it probably is. In this case, it's not, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and I think fans of all our fans, bands have always been used to oh, we we have to pay money to do emails, right. you know, whether it's MailChimp or Constant Contact or any of the, the multitude of email services. There is a fee involved, whether it's a fee to just host your list there or a fee based on how much you send out. And that in its sense, in, in a way has, in my opinion, driven a lot of artists away from using email. It's like, yeah. I, I don't want to pay. I mean, even if it's going to be 20 bucks a month, it's 20 bucks a month. And I don't want to pay that. Um, with your fan management suite, I can tell everybody you truly have given everybody on bands in town a free full service email platform. Yeah. And that's just what it is. If you are used, even if you're already on MailChimp, you can move right. to bands in town. You can export all of your email addresses. Yeah. You can import all those email addresses into bands in town and now use bands in town as an email service. Um, what what I would love to kind of have you dig into here is, you know, I think even for myself, there's a little little um, confusion as, okay, I'm an artist. I've already got, I'm just going to throw as an example. I've got a thousand people that are tracking. First question, are those thousand people that were already tracking you now automatically in your email list? Or do you have to do something to move those thousand people into your email list 
So the existing trackers or followers, as we call them now, um, they are, okay, so let me kind of delineate here. Um, we have the email builder, and then part of the suite, we introduced another, let's say, dashboard called the fan manager dashboard. So the fan manager is really like the CRM side of it. That's where you go in, you can see your list of contacts. Um, you can see the first party data that you've, that they've, you know, opted in to share with you. And then you can also, like you mentioned, import contacts, export contacts. You have that full sort of CRM control. Um, that being said, your existing followers on Bands in Town, they decided to follow you, but they didn't opt to share their first party data with you in the past before we introduced this feature. Um, that being said, you, using the email builder, you can still email them. Um, and the new followers that do decide to opt in their information, the difference there is that you actually get that first party data that's exportable because they've opted to share that you they've, they've said yes I want to share this with the artist and then that gives us the okay to go ahead put their name their city look um, you know in some cases phone number if they've chosen to share that um, into your fan manager dashboard so the answer is yes you can still send custom emails to your followers um, even if they haven't let's say opted in with their email, but you don't have that exportable data in terms of like, you don't own those followers in the same way. So what we're, you know, encouraging artists to do is use the follow, the new follow button on our widget, the smart link, our email signup form, which is another new tool we introduced. That's, you know, you can embed anywhere on your website that will take fans through the new opt-in flow and give them the opportunity to um, say, yes, I want to share my first party data as well. Is, is there, and it, it, it does, it does. So, so basically your existing thousand trackers, yeah. you can message them just as you've always messaged them. You yeah, just you don't own that data in that you can't yeah. like any fan, new fan data in bands in town that you gather you can actually export that if you wanted to and yeah. leave bands in town and go somewhere else with that data. Your exactly. existing trackers, you can't do that. So that's the difference is you right. don't own their data. So I guess a follow-up question to that would be, is there any way or plans to be able to message your existing thousand and say, could you click this opt-in button now? to opt in and move you over into the fan platform. Yes. Yeah. We are working on some different strategies for that. And we've actually recently introduced what we call playbooks. Um, so those are available for free as well as tutorials. So we've been spending some more time on um, building and providing educational resources to artists, especially DIY artists. Um, this first playbook that we released recently is called our fan growth and management playbook. And within there, we spell out the different tools within the bands in town um, platform and the different strategies with really detailed step by step guides for building and managing your fan base. So there's stuff in there like uh, doing a fan sweepstakes, doing um, a newsletter, a reward, and we 
walk artists step by step how to do each of those and the type of impact they might expect in terms of KPIs against that. Um, but yeah, you bring up a great point. We are working on ways of making it more seamless and turnkey for existing followers to opt in. One way they can do that right now is just literally clicking a, a checkbox when they're logged into Bands in Town and they look at their list of artists. There's a checkbox there that just says, um, you know, opt in, share, share my join artist mailing list. And all the fan has to do is click that. Is there a way for the band to message those trackers with that checkbox so they get that message pop up that says, yeah. hey, your artist messaged you. And all it is is, hey, do us a favor, click this checkbox to opt in and you'll receive our emails. Yeah. So it actually, Right now, um, artists can share just a link that goes directly to the opt-in page. Um, so that's one option. Um, and they can use the email builder to send a custom email or use our posts or like direct messages. So there's two ways that they can share that link with fans so that they can very quickly just get to that opt-in page, um, provide their details, you know, keep that checkbox activated and share that contact info. Um, and then there is this other checkbox option, which requires them to be logged in to bands in town. Um, and we could send them directly to that my artist page where they can click that. So there are two pretty simple paths to to turning followers into opt ins or contacts. And just to be clear, so when you use the new widget, embedding the new tour widget, which listen, everybody should be embedding that tour widget on your website, and then you never have to worry about updating web uh, tour dates on your website. But if you embed that widget and people click the follow button within that widget, they're automatically being brought into that opt-in process. Exactly. Yeah. So so and and if you've got old widget code installed yeah. you need to update it is that correct no we actually made it easier by um now the old widget still sends um, fans who click follow to the new opt-in flow so we didn't want to put the burden on artists to have to update the code even though the new widget does have more customizations better features we know a lot of artists have a lot going on um, and we didn't want them to miss out on the opportunity to start building their mailing list. Um, so. and, and, and then let me ask you, so if, and, and I know you've got an email signup widget as well, cause I've got a client that's using that. Yeah. If somebody just goes to the email signup widget, puts their email into sign, are they also put into the system as somebody who's tracking your tour dates as a, tour date tracker yeah exactly so 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 there are technically two buckets the fans can be in is that correct they can just be somebody who wants to track and they can be in an email list or they can be in both exactly yeah so um we call them followers and followers now yeah followers or trackers and then contacts um the difference is a contact is somebody who's provided their contact information and clearly expressed like consent to be emailed by the artist and that they want to be emailed by the artist. 
And the contacts can also include um, fans that you import. So you already, let's say, built an audience elsewhere. You have those emails as an artist and you want to bring them into bands in town, you can import that your existing audience. So those are contacts and followers are yes, fans who've said, I want to track or follow this artist. So I get updates on when they're playing in my city and I get their direct messages and so forth. And um, we're actually, this is the first time I'm sharing this, but in a, in about a week, Right now, if you look in the email builder, we have under the audience targeting, it says my followers and my contacts we will be introducing a new option that just says like all fans so that so all will be everything. It will be both those buckets combined. All reachable fans. That's good. Yeah, that was something that I was always looking at. I'm like, that that was part part of the bit of the confusion is like, well, I want to email everybody. How do I do this? Do I just pick the yeah. biggest number and it goes to every so good to hear. Good that to hear be, that. Yeah, we knew that was gonna be a sticking point and it, it did require some further like development time. Um, so we did still decided to roll it out. As you know, the email builder is still in in public beta. Um, so yeah, thank you for understanding and like bearing with us while we got this feature ready, but it should be, um, rolled out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can, I can tell everybody, I mean, I've been working in the beta on this for, for months since it first became available and it's definitely worth sticking with because it's just so simple, powerful. I mean, it's just a, again, it's just a full email list service right in bands in town that you don't have to pay for. And I, I just, you know, that's what I want to pound over the heads of everybody is you're not paying to do this. You don't have to pay to send out your emails. You could have an email list of a hundred thousand people. It's not going to cost you money. I mean, I, I, I know from experience, I've had clients who've had email lists that large. Some of these other services that might cost them over $500 a month. Yeah, just to host that many email addresses and not do anything. Right, not even to send. The not address. even to send it. It's just five hundred five hundred a month just to put a hundred thousand emails into a server, which yeah. I'm just I just personally I'm baffled by that because it's not major data. I mean it's 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 text. It's the smallest form of of data that a server can sit here and hold. It's not like you're uploading four gigabyte, right. you know video files it's a text file um so to the importing which i think is a really important feature um and again i know this has sort of been evolving through the beta process um you've got an email list set up on another provider and maybe you're gathering first name last name city state country maybe you're asking them for cell phone even if you're not using it and you yeah. export all that out can you currently import all of that data? I know one one issue was cell phones were not, at least the last time I looked, able to be imported. It was being worked on. Yeah, yeah, so you're right. Um, as part of the beta at this phase, um, there's only a few fields that you can import. Um, so that'd be like name, location, email. Um, we are working on the next update or release of the tool, which will feature um, a lot more fields, like the, the ones that you're used to seeing, because um, we know that's really important and a big step to 
basically make it more feasible for artists and managers to migrate their lists over. So um, yeah, we don't have a lot of options right now, but they're coming soon. So to that point, so again, if I, I've got, and I literally have a client that, mm -hmm. that I want to import, they've got some of this extra data that you don't map out yet. Yeah. If I import their thousand email addresses from fans and just match up and take the info you can take. Yeah. Um, in, and I'm just making this up. If in three months you add all these other features, can I do another import of that same batch? Will it overwrite? Will it, will it match it up and just add, Oh, I see. I see. I already imported Alex data three months ago but I'm importing it again now because now we can take his cell phone number. Will it just add the cell phone number or will it be a complicated merging and purging process to do it again? Yeah. So um, typically with most services, you would see that option, just update existing contact um, when you do a new import so that it doesn't um, like in an essence, uh, replace the contact or create a duplicate that's what we're planning to do so and and then what if that what if after i imported you the first time you then unsubscribed from the list and then i import you again because i wanted to update it will it tell me that alex unsubscribed and we don't we're not pulling his data in it should flag that yeah it should flag that usually again with with most other platforms you'll see during an import um at the end you'll and we do this too um we'll send you like a an overview of any errors or flags from that import and that should be included so so it's safe to say you could go ahead and import your entire list now and in a couple months re-import it again with new entries you might have gathered over on this other service along with cell phones and other um, specific data associated yeah. to that contact you'll be able to do that so because and, and and why i'm asking this is because i've held off on importing yeah. one of my big clients because i didn't know how big of a mess it might be if i did it a second time yeah, no, that, that's totally understandable. Um, I, I'm not going to say 1000%, but, but that's your, that's the way you plan on, absolutely. on yeah. doing this. Okay. Because we're always building our tools um, in a way where it's going to be as seamless as possible. Cause you know, our target audience is artists and managers. It's not necessarily like the most like tech-driven people or developers, in some cases it, it is. So the same as like the way we built the email builder to be, like you said, simple, powerful. Um, it's important that all the features within it um, are simple and streamlined. So that's definitely one that we see being central to having a, a fan manager dashboard or a CRM that's effective is just being able to update contacts and not consistently like worrying if your contacts are being deleted. If or, I'm losing yeah. some of the contacts, if I'm overwriting or, or more importantly, you know, am I 
re-importing somebody who had already unsubscribed and I don't want to get flagged as a spammer because they had already unsubscribed. Exactly. And we take that really seriously. Obviously, Bazentown sends, you know, tons and tons of emails daily. Um, so, and, and ultimately the emails that go out through the email builder, they're gaining from the fact that Bands and Towns IPs have such great durability. So that's another thing that is worth noting. Um, and we would never do anything that, um, could potentially, um, you know, you don't want to ruin Bands and Towns reputation as an email sender. If you got blacklisted that means nobody can send emails through you so it's it's on your best interest to keep these lists as clean as possible yeah we take it really seriously um couple other like features or, or or questions um you know i've had some artists especially when they get big they want to have multiple email lists maybe they they've got an email list of just fans and then they've got an email list of fans who only want to be notified of new merchandise you know a merchandise email list and a news email list will we be able to create second and third email lists within the back end yes definitely so that's another feature that we're working on is we're calling them segments yeah um, so yes, you'll be able to create segment. Those are the two sort of big next things we're working on is the, the addition of more fields that you can import and potentially even custom fields that you can create. Um, and then segments, cause we know segments and lists are very important for targeted email marketing. And then, you know, if, if anybody's serious about email marketing, um, your email stats are important to look at. You know, the, the obvious ones are the, the open rates, which tells you how many people, what percent of your list actually open the email, and then the click-through rate, meaning how many people then after opening it clicked something in it. Um, what's the level of stats you're, I think right now you've got very basic stats, mm-hmm. but what I'm, I'm hoping you plan on enhancing the stats to more features of like, well, what links did they click on in the email? Um, how many people did unsubscribe? And can I see the people who unsubscribed? Right. Um, how many spam complaints did I get? You know, yeah. um, important information that tells you is that email, was that a good or a bad email? So where, where are you going with stats? Yeah, you're right. Right now um, in the campaigns tab, you can see open rate, click through rate, um, unsubscribe rate. And beyond that, um, we don't really offer any more insights in this early beta phase. Um, A lot of the metrics that you mentioned are ones that we've looked at. Um, I don't have like an immediate that's not, to be honest, as high on the roadmap as the segments, as the right. uh, custom fields. So I don't really have a date for you on that, but um, we are looking at adding more advanced a- analytics. Um, but I think for most artists and managers, um, just understanding how many people opened it, how many people clicked. Oh, 100%, 100% right. I mean, I, I, I would agree with you that in a priority of things, 
the the additional fields are much more important. You know, if I can get the basic open and click through and unsubscribe, that gives me a a, a decent picture of performance. And frankly, I would imagine the vast majority of musicians will never look at stats any deeper than that. Yeah. You know, as a marketing person, yeah, I want to sit here and go, well, okay, I had a great click-through rate. What yeah. did they click in the email? Did they click the buy concert tickets or did they click buy tour merchandise? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, we understand the importance of that and we'll address it in one of the upcoming releases. But yeah, to be fully honest and transparent, it's not in the immediate upcoming release. Okay. That's fair enough, fair enough. I mean, what, why I'm so impressed is, and I think we've all seen this, where a service that's well known for one thing dips their toe into another area, but never fully builds it out to be a fully competitive service. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not the case with this Bands in Town email platform. This is, this is not just a, a quick hack together ability to send an email this is actually a robust full platform that yeah. will be able to compete against other email platforms that are out there i'm glad that you feel that way we, yeah. we certainly spent a lot of time and put a lot of thought into that being the outcome and we're happy with where it's at right now and we are seeing thousands of artists um, adopting the tool and using it um, and a really rapid growth of the number of campaigns artists are sending. It's great to see the different ways that they're using it. Um, we did release a case study about a month ago with an artist um, named Echo and the Bunny Men. Um, they used it to tap their bands and town followers. I believe they had about 55,000 followers on bands in town. And they used the merch email template, plugged in some uh, handwritten lyric prints that the, the singer had created. And um, they sold, um, actually, I don't think I can share the exact amount. <laughs> they sold like 30x the amount of merch um, within a day that they were moving before. Um, so it's great to see some of these different case studies and ways artists are using it. Um, and we see some really um, wide variety of artists using it. So we've seen everyone from like Alt-J to Cypress Hill to uh, Godsmack, um, uh, Hillsong United. Um, there's some a, a nice range of DIY artists all the way up to um, some, some really, you know, top tier large artists using it. Yeah, you know, I think back to what I started with here, Bands in Town is not just for tour dates and promoting tour dates. And I think that's one thing artists have blinders on. It's like, well, I can only message if I've got a tour to promote or a show to promote. And frankly, Bands in Town needs to be in the same mix if you're going to promote something on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Yeah. You can you can take that graphic, you can take that link, you can promote an interview, you can promote anything you want. There's literally no there's no gatekeeper saying, oh, no, 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 that's not a tour. You can't promote, you know, a T-shirt. You can't prom whatever. 
you know, the, the, the simple posting to your trackers is as easy as posting an update on Facebook. And you should yeah. do that if you've got trackers there. Yeah. And again, they'll, they'll I, email, I suspect, get a push notification. Yep. They'll get a push notification that there's a message from their favorite artist, which I'm guessing you've got stats, but the open rates on that have to be better than regular social media because it comes across as more urgent. Definitely. And, you know, the, the fan opted in and, and, you know, wanted to get the push notification. And I think it's an exciting thing when, um, you get that and you're like, oh, I wonder what it could be. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you could be posting every week something yeah. to your followers on our fans and, and you should be, I mean, it just needs, again, this, this is the big part of educating the artists is don't forget your bands in town platform. Exactly. Don't forget. I mean, Honestly, I've seen artists that forget to announce their tours to their trackers on bands in town. It's like, you've got thousands of trackers. Why are you not telling them? Right. Um, you know, I, I've, I've used it for artists to, you know, hey, announce we've got new VIP meet and greets. Hey, we've got only limited tickets left for this show, you know, and, and that is an ability where you can send that message just to the people in that state you don't yeah. have to message the entire world that it's a low ticket alert for alabama you can just send your trackers in alabama this message yeah, yeah. and and if an artist lists their events we also do a lot of that legwork right so the second the event is announced or goes on sale you automate. send out a no notification right. and then we send a, a reminder um, if, if a fan, you know, sets a reminder for the event, we then send them a series of reminders that just, you know, help drive that ticket sale. Um, so there's a lot of automations built in, but then, yeah, we really encourage artists to, um, you know, share personalized posts and emails now, um, for anything. And that's why we, again, like have those simple templates for merch music release um and we also even have you know what we call the smart blocks within the email so you can drag and drop um your tour dates directly in like it's just a block yep. in the drag it in and all your events ticket links everything populates so we just saved you like an hour worth of you know going and grabbing those links plugging it in building it out and then the same for your music links um you drag it in, we have your Spotify, Apple Music, et cetera, and you can just customize the links if you want um, for the latest single or album. If if you can talk about it, what would your plans be for cell phone numbers that fans would enter? I mean, are you hoping to provide an SMS service or tie in with a third-party SMS service so yeah, artists we, could then yeah. text message the fans? Yeah, right now, um, during the opt-in or flow, um, that's a feature if, you know, you're an artist in Bands in Town for Artists, you can go into your settings and you can toggle on whether or not you want to collect the phone number. Um, and if you do toggle it on, yes, there is um, a chance in the future that we'll be 
introducing to this toolbox the ability to send text messages as well, um, not just emails. So um, I would I would imagine, and maybe I'm completely wrong on this, but as an SMS service, there might be a fee for that. I mean, SMS typically yeah. is more expensive than emailing. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. Uh, <laughs> you won't uh, confirm or deny it, but I won't argue it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we, Vans in Town doesn't primarily send text messages. We do push notifications through the app. Um, so we really, again, leveraged the amount and scale of emails that we're sending to provide this service for free to artists as far as the email builder goes. Um, you're right. I can't say that we'd be able or be in the same position to do that with SMS since it's not core to what we already provide. Yeah. I mean, you know, and there's a lot of email services that will offer SMS services, but it is almost always an additional fee because yeah. and exactly. anybody who has done some research into SMS marketing, it, it's it's a whole different cost world out there to send yeah text messages out, you know, pretty e email is pretty much, I mean, with bands in town, we've gotten to the point where it's gotten to the point to be free. You can send emails for free now. Yeah. Um, SMS hasn't quite evolved to that level yet. Right. Right. That's it's true. And, um, I, yeah, I don't know that we'd be in a position. <laughs> um, so Outside of the, the, the fan management suite of tools, is there anything else bands in town has on their radar, you know, that, that, that might be outside of the core tour date world? Um, let's see. Well, well, I will say one thing that we're working on, um, it, it does sort of still fall into this fan management, but we are working on like a web three project. That's we're really excited to start kind of teasing and introducing. Um, and since I believe you're part of our early access program where you're one of our testers and everything, you'll be hearing about it first. Um, and it's based around like a proof of attendance. So giving fans a way to prove that they attended a show and kind of show off. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And in that process, actually helping the artists build their uh, following or mailing list. Well, that's uh, a, that would be a great way to identify your super fans. Exactly. You know, if you can go into your fan manager and go show me my show me the the 100 fans who have attended the most shows. There yeah. you go. There's there's the top of your pyramid of fans. Right. Exactly. And um, we're, we're testing this feature now with some like very select uh, artists as part of a pilot program. Um, so I would look out for an update on that in the next month. And, and that's a feature we're really excited about and just in general excited about um, introducing some like a Web3 element to, to bands in town experience. That's awesome. That's good. I, I, I love I love the fact that Bands in Town is just always innovating new things. And, and more importantly, things that are somewhat outside of, again, the core, just list your tour dates and put mm -hmm. a ticket link in there. You know, 
it 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 has to expand and it has to grow um and the fact that you are creating it in such a way to recognize you want the artist to own that data exactly is, is so so critical that that the artist can at any point in time always just let me export all of my fan data it's mine yeah it should be theirs you know um that's that's really our our belief and um all everything that we're creating now and everything on our roadmap um you know we keep that in mind that at the end of the day the artists should own their audience we don't want them to be dependent on us um, if they should choose to, you know, go elsewhere or find another service, um, we want to empower them to do that. Um, we just want what's best for them. I love that. I love that. Um, again, to all the listeners out there, if you're not using bands in town, you need to be. If you have a bands in town account, make sure you're taking advantage of all the features. I mean, you got to log in and take a look at the settings and the fan manager. I mean, there's, there's so much new data. If you haven't been in there in a year, it's changed so much. And I think you need to, at the bare minimum, constantly be marketing your bands in town profile to your fans on all your other social networks, telling them, please go follow us over here. Go join our email list and you'll never miss another show announcement from us. Not one post a year, but like one post a month is yeah. in my mind. Because again, there's something great about watching your, your followers go from one to 50 to 500 to 1,000 to 5,000. That's powerful marketing sitting there waiting i mean those are those are all fans who've said i want to hear from you yeah and we've you know we we have an artist partnerships team and we we work with um they work more with like the larger artists but we've had some artists who um within one day have grown their mailing list by fifteen thousand people because we did a contest with them and uh, you know, use kind of some of the, the strategies that we spell out in those playbooks that I mentioned with the sweepstakes. Um, but yeah, we've seen you know an artist gain fifteen thousand uh, new contacts in a day um, using the tools, which again are free. So um, there really is a, a lot of opportunity for. Um, growing your audience and um, staying connected with them. And um, if you log in or even just go to artist.bandsintown.com, at the top, there's an overview of the tools. And we've refreshed our entire homepage and all of our, you know, educational resources. So if you haven't looked at that in like the past year or even six months, take a look because there's so much more now that will make it easier for you to get started and um, to gain value from the tools. Um, in particular, uh, we have one tutorial called Getting Started, and it walks you through the 10 you know, best practices, first steps to really set yourself up for success using Bands in Town for Artists. I'd highly recommend starting there, and then you can dive into 
the more detailed tutorials um, for each feature that you're interested in. Let, 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 me, let me wrap this all up by going back to the very beginning. If you haven't logged into your bands in town, you've got it. There, there's, pro, there's probably a profile. You just don't know about it because you've never logged in and looked at it. Um, but if you're a, an admin on your Facebook page, you just go to the, the Bands in Town Manager page for artists, log in with your Facebook account, and claim your artist. That's it. That's all you got to do. There's no, there shouldn't be a waiting period. There shouldn't be anything along those lines because you're as a man as as an admin on a page. If you're logging in, you you're able to correlate and go, yeah, we can see you're a manager on this page. We're going to give you access to the page. Right. That's all you got to do. And then moving forward, you log in with your Facebook account every time. You're going to go right into your back end, and you're going to see this full suite of tools. If yeah. you need other people to log in, it's the same process. If they're an admin on your Facebook page, they can gain access. Well, actually, this brings up an exciting announcement um, that you'll, I think you'll be um, looking forward to um, in the next, uh, you know, two months, I would say we're rolling out a whole user permissions system and dashboard. So as an admin of an artist, um, you can actually go in and manage the users on that account. So, so similar to like Spotify for artists, exactly. when you're managing, a, if you're already on the team, you can invite other people, you yep. can, uh, you can remove people. So yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Levels. So there's an admin access level. There's a editor access level, a viewer access level. So you can go through, let's say you, you manage a whole team of people um, and you can go through and assign. And we even have the ability to um, invite users in bulk with different access levels. So we're really focused on making it easier for the whole team to get in there and utilize the tools without having to go through this, you know, Facebook or Twitter verification process. Awesome. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. Cause that is, that's almost the number one hurdle I hear from smaller clients is like, they, exactly. you know, they can't figure out the Facebook login, <laughs> you know, and they end up there and then they're like, Oh wait, I got to claim this. And yeah, you know, and I'm like, well, I can't add you right now. I can't, I can't, I've got access. I can tell you what you got to do, but this will now give me the ability to basically claim it. And then I can add all the band members to yeah. this. Yeah, it'll be instant, really smooth. I think you'll be really excited about it. That's awesome, Alex. Well, Alex, I appreciate this update. Um, For sure. Uh, of, of course, I mean, it's it's easy enough to go to bandsintown.com. Um, you know, the, the, the back end, at least I've always used, is manager.bandsintown.com. Um, yeah. We recommend uh, that or artists bandsintown.com that gets you right to your 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 back end you can log in yeah you should be using this every week i mean frankly yeah. there's no excuse yeah i think posts every week for sure um emails recommend at least one email every month um, we have our smart link put that in your bios and share it across socials and everywhere so that um, you can drive fans to your tour dates um, you know, install the widget on your website and the sign up form across other pages of your website besides the tour page. 
And then once you do those things, you'll basically have created um, a nice funnel that's automatically building your audience, promoting your events. And then you're really just putting that personalized touch in every week and every month with updating your fans with the posts and the emails. Yep, exactly, exactly. Um, Alex, thank you so much for, for sitting down with us and updating us. Again, I'm excited about what you've done and I'm excited to hear what's coming down the road. Yeah, thank you so much, Michael. Um, I also want to mention, you know, we have our space together in the Bansontown artist community. So that's been a pleasure working with you guys on that. And, um, you know, if you want to mention. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we, we always mention that in every episode, but check out artist community at Bands in Town. The, our little space for the podcast is bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. And that takes you into this great community that Bands in Town has built. That's basically just a community of musicians and industry people. You're not going to have to deal with fans. You don't have to worry about that sort of stuff. This is where you can go to ask questions of other people, ask questions of Bands in Town. I mean, you guys do a lot of great support through the artist community portal. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So again, Alex, thank you so much. This was, uh, it was great getting an update from you. Likewise. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Michael. Thank you. Visit discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a $150 value. It is always a pleasure catching up with the team at Bands in Town and finding out what they've been working on and what they are going to be working on. Um, yeah, Jay and I love this platform and you've got to be using it. Their email service is full featured. There's no reason that any band, big or small, shouldn't be setting up their email list on bands in town. There's no cost. There's, there's, there's no hidden fees here. People seriously, there is no cost to set up an email list and send your emails. Stop paying somewhere else to do that. Do it on bands in town. Um, it's great finding out what's coming down the road too. They're always innovating. So I'm looking forward to beta testing some of this stuff. And you'll hear from myself and Jay as these things roll out. And if we're using them, what we think of them. But uh, get yourself over, sign up on bands in town, claim your profile. Um, start using it. Just start using it. If you've got questions about using your Bands in Town profile, head over to the artist community on Bands in Town. Bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. You can post your questions straight to Bands in Town right there. They've got a team that will walk through all of your questions and help you. Or you can message us on the artist community um, on this week's episode or just post a, a, a comment, um, get the support you need, but you should be using Bands in Town. It's very simple. It works. You own the data. It's all about gathering fans so you can promote shows, releases, merchandise, anything you want. And Bands in Town just it gathers them. I've got artists that have 170,000 plus followers and it's great to know i can go message them about a new interview 
I can drive them somewhere to go listen to an interview. I can drive them to go buy a, a ticket. I can go drive them to alert to low ticket alerts. Um, yeah, I, I, all I can say is there's no reason you shouldn't be on bands in town. Um, thank you to Alex for joining us. And once again, a real quick shout out. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town for all you do to support us. Join us over at the artist community, bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. And that's it. We'll see everybody next week. And industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, Get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.